0: song that i wanted to hear last night <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> i'm i don't know what is this this is Tri stock thursday night live and i'm donald wayne
1: and i'm dennis lee <laughs> <laughs> thank the lord for the night that's right that's the right time
0: i know you've heard that song right
1: i have actually
0: yeah yeah I was looking for a variety of versions of that song, and I couldn't find but one, uh, although there was at least a dozen songs called Thank the Lord. <laughs> oh, really? And uh, I played several of them. I thought, well, you know, I'll do a, a montage of Thank the Lord, and one of them was some rap version that got into such language. I mean, you know, that that doesn't fit in the same title as thank the lord you know
1: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say good thing you didn't click on uh, images uh, when you were searching for that oh that really what you, you would have pulled up um, have, well have you done that before i haven't i mean allegedly
0: um, <laughs> not not that anyone knows about is that
1: what you're saying right
0: right <laughs> you just what in the world you what you in got, the world you it don't you've got, touch that leaks you've got leaks man well Uh, welcome to trice talk again the last serious show of the technical week you know i mean because sunday is really considered the first day of the week i mean i didn't know that know that until you know i was um Almost too old to care, but I never thought about Sunday being the first day of the week. But uh, yeah,
1: just get it, get it going.
0: Yeah. So you know. All right. Well, we we survived last night. If it survived the little thunderstorm that rolled through here about a couple yeah. hours ago. It's a we, neat little light show. Yeah. I actually thought it was going to be more than that. Hey, Blue. Welcome to trystop
1: Welcome. I, I could actually read that. Oh, I see. I see.
0: Yeah. You
1: so the letters there? Or? No,
0: I can't on that screen. If I flip flopped yeah. and use the other one, then I could actually enlarge the stuff that I'm wow. looking at. But it yeah, works better no. for me to have <laughs> notes on my right and and the and the and the uh, pod beam screen on the left. So.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I got I just
0: you. what can I say? I'm just setting my ways (laughs) can't (laughs) help it
1: hey whatever works nobody's judging you nobody's judging you so
0: there's a there's a lot of stuff going on in the news today uh actually the last couple of days so uh there is a plethora of things you know subjects that we could talk about tonight
1: a plethora a plethora love a plethora have you ever have you ever played with a plethora uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, you know, people say a lot of things, Donald Wayne. <laughs> hey, Big Papa. Welcome to Trace Talk. Here, Welcome
0: to our... Uh, last, last night was just we, you know, weren't allowed to talk about politics. Tonight, we can talk about anything we want yeah, to talk about. We,
1: we, we were on a politics political hiatus last night.
0: Oh, hiatus. That's an odd yeah. word. Have you ever thought about that? I mean... I
1: had a hiatus one time, but uh, (laughs) they said said it sure was painful. I don't know. Um, bet. Yeah. I bet Um, they have pills for that. They, they should, they should. (laughs) I do. (laughs) (laughs) That, that,
0: that probably works for a lot of things, or at least it makes you not think about those things.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. the, 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 the political world is to the brim with material um, this week all of a sudden so. it is I mean they're, they're drudging up
0: um, retired people you know that you hadn't heard from in years to get yeah. them on TV and, and get an opinion about something I, was like, what? I mean some of these poor, <laughs> poor guys they have to prop them up you
1: know? Hey, hey. Like, man, I didn't know <laughs> you I were did. still available <laughs> what are you talking about I didn't know he was still working what hey, that government what pension meeting?
0: only goes so far, man. We've, <laughs> we've already spent that. Well, all right, I yeah, those must have been in and outs. <laughs> if you know yeah, what I'm talking about, happens. <laughs> so no, no use <laughs>
1: talking about happens. the collar policy. <laughs>
0: Yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I know we'll it.
1: Wait towards the end,
0: yeah, I know it. Um, you know it. So what's, what's, what's uh,
1: <laughs> and, you know, if we all of a sudden build a crowd? Then I'm, I mean, uh,
0: was it something
1: that we said? I mean, that was pretty quick. <laughs> uh, you know, some people just aren't into that. Don't they we. Just, uh,
0: um, what? We hadn't gotten into <laughs> anything yet. I mean, it's just, exactly. Hey, exactly. just next time you come in, tell us what you want us
1: to talk about. I mean, if that. Yeah. Well, we, whoa, 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 no, whoa, well, don't man! I signed a. Did I sign a waiver? I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, um, they can tell us we don't have to use it, yeah. but
1: you know how impressionable I am. I yeah, impressed or depressionable. I heard, <laughs> heard before. <laughs> Compressionable. Um, compress.
0: Okay. Well, I guess. Uh, you it know, happens. we might as well not just diddle daddle or dilly daddle. Oh, I
1: mean, we can't disappoint our folks that do the downloading. here. right. Uh, so
0: we <laughs> might as well just get busy and 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 get real. Get
1: down on it.
0: I like that song too. I think we played that in one of our montages. I kind of did. You like the music thing last night? Was that good for you?
1: Yeah, it was. It was okay. It was different.
0: Different you, uh, I here. mean, you you got a lot of them.
1: Welcome, Sandra. Welcome, Maggie. Um, yeah, I felt good about my accomplishment of. Her. <laughs> is that Maggie or Mag i of, Is it Mag I don't know. I, I, it's a question. We'll have to ask for a pronunciation
0: of it. I know. Um, some clarification. Oh.
1: Otherwise, uh, we just speculate.
0: Yeah, because we don't like to mispronounce things, but you know, no. I mean, it's all interpretation. That's
1: it. Um, That's it.
0: It's never, never meant to be offensive. We just have to take a wild no. guess. No.
1: Although that that could possibly happen, um, you know, as we drudge along, we never know what's going to pop out of the woodworks. All um, right. Well, since
0: since we're we're getting serious so quickly, I, I'll need you to run distraction while while i pull up this important thing oh
1: okay well um yeah <laughs> can you sing I, a hopefully, ditty hopefully well they don't they don't want me to sing a ditty that's for sure hopefully on your corner of the world whatever part of the world or country or state that may be in you've had a great day and the weather's decent, and there's no volcan- uh, volcanoes. Volcanoes, um, a, 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 vo- a volcano or a volcano, either one of them erupting in your backyard—that would not <laughs> be good. Um, we've had a lot of volcanoes erupt over the past since the beginning of 2021. Really, we've had a, yeah. a bunch of volcanoes erupting.
0: Well, it's been a while since you know we've had a, anything major. Right. In civilization, and, and it's, it's you know what I guess for us, Mount St. Helens was the last major thing on American soil. Yeah, unless there was something it. in Hawaii that I forgot about.
1: No, that, Hawaii just actually had a uh, had an earthquake in a, uh, on one of their islands. I think earlier today or yesterday. Really, um, when they're underwater, uh, under the ocean, underwater volcanoes an aquatic <laughs> volcano an aquatic Maybe? volcano yes. i just
0: yes. i just made that up i don't know if that's a real thing or not
1: it could, well it is now we're going to patent that um, okay it's watching shark tank earlier we can get that done
0: um uh, if you're wondering I'm, st- I'm still looking i've got so many things lined up across here <laughs> that uh, uh, i got so many things lined up man and um, you know. none of them are the ones that I wanted to use. I may just have to. Uh, that is from Huckabee. My goodness. My, what happened, Donald Wayne? My goodness. Well, you know. Oh, okay. So that's June the 3rd. I wanted June the 2nd. Maybe that's June the 2nd. I tell you what. Okay. <laughs> there we are. I found it.
1: Very good.
0: Yeah. and of course, another thing: I turned—I must have turned some app on my phone today, and uh, <laughs> I guess I never turned it off. And it—the battery was flashing red just about ten minutes before the show. So you know what that means. Oh no! Uh, well, no, I've got it plugged up now, so it's not a big deal, but. Now I've got pod beam off of there, and I can't see it. Okay. So anyway, so I had a couple oh, of no. things I'm going to play on the phone, and I said, nah, "This can't happen to me. I can't let this go down." See you. Um, well, I'm, I'm not sure uh, I like I'm like like this system or not. Okay, <laughs> my first article is <laughs> is referred to well i guess it doesn't matter we we're back back to a duo <laughs> <laughs> i guess i missed my chance to get that one out there
1: that was it they're like you know come yeah, on what the hell they don't even let's, let's go down to the next store and see if we can find yeah something.
0: let's go listen to that yeah. uh that other podcast oh boy and that's talking about flowers and gophers
1: <laughs> flowers uh, and gophers what time is that oh my be? Um, I'm not yeah. sure.
0: All right. So the first thing is this isn't education. It's indoctrination. And it's from uh, Huckabee's morning site. Oh, okay. You know, you know, I like Huckabee uh, just because he has so much material and he always has links to the main articles and it just oh. makes it easier to find all kinds of stuff. Nice. Um so just a little bit from the old Huckster last night he says and this was obviously this was the second so that was what that would have been monday night i'm not sure where are we today's thursday i uh, probably would have been tuesday night I've been,
1: uh, uh, tuesday night wednesday, wednesday night
0: uh, well yeah but it's a oh that's true okay uh, does it really matter I mean, in this no. kind of thing, <laughs> <laughs> can I have a little bit of distance on this? Okay, there you go. Last night I was on Sean Hannity's show on Fox to comment on a cartoon lesson shown to first graders as young as four at an elite prep school in New York City. I and I saw I saw the cartoon, and hey, I'll were be you around there. No. <laughs> no, not yet. I've, I've offered, um, <laughs> uh, I've seen the cartoon. I'll be posting it on, uh, onto Facebook later. I should warn you before you click that if you watch that clip, you will see the cartoon, which is about sexual subjects. You might find quite inappropriate. Oh my. Uh, now I've watched it and there's no problem here for anybody that listens to Podbeam, even hey. on Talk standards. I don't think that you'll be too, too offended. Uh, it's a, it's a real conundrum. He says, I hate linking to it because it's too adult. I don't know, Huck, we may have to talk about this, but I have to report what's being shown to four-year-olds at a school that charges parents $55,000 a year to go there. Why was I not surprised to learn that back in the 1970s? Now, this I didn't know. Notorious pedophile Jeffrey Epstein was a teacher at this very same school. Oh no! All right. So, with that said, then I'm going to play the little audio of the uh, <clears throat> of the cartoon. And of course, if you want to see the the visual, then uh, you can check our Facebook page. After the show tonight, it'll be on there. It's, I mean, it's not bad. I, I, I would have a, I would probably have a problem with it being shown to, to my four-year-old. Not that oh, I have yeah. a four-year-old, but you know, with that, at least without consulting me. So they're showing this garbage to our kids or, or teaching our kids these things without us being aware of what's going on. Okay. So let me pull up that little audio. Make sure. Watch. I'll probably get the wrong one here. What is that? Okay. That's it. All right. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <It's> the- <laughs> you sure? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Short. What? Just, just take our time. Okay. <laughs> Nobody's in a hurry for anything. Yeah. I know. No, we're not being rushed here. No. <laughs> as long as we don't have dead air that's what they say that's right, right. okay air, are you ready air. now some of this might might be offensive to you dennis lee so just you know be prepared you may you hear words here that you haven't heard in a long time
1: well you know how impressionable
2: i am
0: i know so i hope it doesn't scar you all right
2: Disturbing, downright sickening story in New York City, where first graders, in other words, kids that are six years old, at the very prestigious Manhattan $55,000 a year per student Dalton School, reportedly where they showed a series of videos last fall that discussed, let's see masturbation sexual expression other explicit and sensitive topics all with no consultation from parents according to the new york post this is the video that was shown to first graders that's right six-year-olds now i will give you a view of discretion as advised so if kids are watching i'll give you three seconds we'll count it down and if you want them to watch that's up to you but you've been warned anyway we report you decide three two one
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny you two? He said pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you notice that when you say pee-pee, you giggle, but when you say penis, you say it in a serious voice? I never noticed that before. Some children and adults feel uncomfortable when they talk about their private parts. So they make up cute or funny names for them. What's one for a girl's private parts? Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> But what does scoops mean when he says Jay? He means vulva. That's right, Kayla. It's important to use the proper words for our private parts. Hey, how come my penis gets big sometimes and points up in the air? That's oh, called an erection. Penis. Sometimes <laughs> I touch hell? my penis because it feels good. Whoa, sometimes when I'm in my bath or when mom puts me to bed, I like to touch my vulva too. You have a clitoris there, Kayla. That probably oh feels good to touch the same way Keith's penis feels good when he touches it. <laughs> but have you ever noticed that older kids and grown-ups don't touch their private parts in public?
0: Okay, I'm gonna stop uh, just for a second. This woman oh, obviously hasn't. She hasn't been out very much because
1: when's and, the last? Yeah, when's the last time she's been anywhere? I yeah, mean, that's the teacher talking
0: to the kids. Uh, so wow. it's almost through. Let me. Hey, little
1: Billy, what'd you learn in school today?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, uh, when it points up, it's okay. All
3: right. Hmm, they don't. That's right, Keith. It's okay to touch yourself and see how different body parts feel, but it's best to only do it
4: in private.
2: We're also learning that the woman woman heading up this apparent effort to sexualize young children the name is justine fonte is the same woman who last month led a controversial explicit porn literacy literacy workshop at another elite new york grammar uh prep school grammar school great we reached out for comment from dalton we haven't heard back shocker school spokesperson did tell the Post. Quote, as part of Dalton's comprehensive health curriculum for students, a lesson on gender and bodies included two evidence-based age-appropriate videos approved for students four years and older. These videos align with nationally recognized methodologies and standards, so they tell us. Anyway, the ever so-called prestigious Dalton School thinks the video's appropriate for students as young as four. Okay, here with reaction, outnumbered co-host Kaylee McEnany, happens to be a parent, along with, we already know, Fox News contributor, who happens to have a daughter that will outperform him as governor in the great state of Arkansas, so I think you know a thing or two about parenting. Uh, If I recall, Governor, you were also a pastor at one point in your life, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'll start with you. That doesn't sound particularly age-appropriate for me, and I don't think I think if you want to show this, I think you kind of need to get parents permission. But what do I know? Well, maybe the state should just raise our kids. That's where we're headed. Uh, it would be bad enough. If it was in a public school. But the fact that people are paying fifty five thousand dollars a year for their kids to be subjected to this stuff. First of all, pull your kids. Secondly, yank the money out of this school. And third, don't put up with it. And I would just say, you mentioned being a pastor. Well, the apostle Paul uh, had a great description of people like this in Romans chapter one. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And you've got people who, in the name of education, pretend that they know something, pretend to be intellectual. This is not intellectualism. This is a fool's errand, and it's embarrassing and disgusting. I can't believe somebody thinks this is appropriate for four-year-old children.
0: Okay, I just wanted to play Huckabee's comment on that because that was so true. But we're letting these people teach our children. Can you imagine?
1: That's insane. Uh,
0: I tell you, I, I saw another story. And it's, it's apart from this, but it goes into, I think you've got a CRT uh, story a little bit later, but there's do, a woman yes. in, uh, I believe it's Rhode Island, mm-hmm. and uh, she found out some of the stuff that was being taught. And so she sent this, uh, there's a legal way that you can request information from your school boards or any government agency, you know, that um, that you fall under. And it's a legal right to ask for particular information. So she requested legally information about the curriculum that was going to be taught in her daughter's school. And these people are trying to crucify her. Now they've labeled her as a racist because she was trying to get this information about what they were going to teach her child in school. And, um, I, I, you know, this, this, these stories are coming out more and more that uh, we're finding out what our people are finding out what they're teaching our kids in school. And uh, the, the, the feedback that I'm getting from some parents that whose kids have gotten out of school, they've graduated and all is this stuff has been going on for quite some time. Just, just nobody ever talked about it. Isn't that amazing? But you know i don't I don't think that was as scarring as I as maybe somebody might make it out to be, but right. and again, I just don't think that's the school system's uh, business to be teaching that to my child, uh, especially without parents being aware of it and agreeing that
1: that's okay, yeah, that's, especially that's, if they've not they've not said anything to you at all. yeah,
0: I mean, there we used to have to sign a waiver to go on a damn field trip, but yet, you know, you don't have to sign a waiver for your child to be subjected to, I mean, it's a cartoon. So, you know, it's not, they don't show anybody parts. It's all conversation. Uh, It's just, you know, that's not their job. They're assuming the roles of parents in this country. They're trying to indoctrinate the kids in the direction they want them to go. Uh, And I, I just, I think it's wrong. So,
1: yeah, anyway, uh, uh, no, I, I believe it.
0: But that oh, will yeah. be on uh, Facebook. I'll post that tonight on Facebook, and you can see the little cartoon that goes with it. I mean, it's you know, it's kind of a goofy little thing. That's uh, that's what we're concerning. allowing to happen. But Jeffrey Epstein taught at this very, school.
1: Very I mean, concerning.
0: I mean who would send their child to a school where Jeffrey Epstein was ever a teacher? I would have to question, you know, their, uh, well, of course it was in the seventies. So golly, how long ago yeah, I mean, was that? They were, yeah. They 50 years known, ago. Right. right. Okay.
1: Well, um, we're gonna bump it up a couple of notches <laughs> bump uh, from the from the serious scale. There, um, there's an article um, from uh, by the uh, in the Hill uh, by Olaf Mahan Oshin. Are you sure? If you if you can believe that, um, yeah, there was a so there's this guy who's um, running for mayor, I believe, or uh, is it mayor or governor? See, um, uh, it's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, big, pretty big difference. And, um, uh, yeah, I think he's running for mayor. Um, yeah, Manny Gonzalez. Jeez, um, New Mexico police arrested and charged <laughs> a man over a confrontation involving a drone equipped with a sex toy at a campaign event. Yes, <laughs> I said a drone equipped with a sex toy. Um and it was a big deal if you know what I mean. Um according to <laughs> video posted to Facebook, um the Burn uh, Lillo County Sheriff's office uh, reported that uh, Manuel Gonzalez III was speaking at his mayoral campaign event when a drone with a full-on vibrator began hovering <laughs> over him. Um, and it was a little more flexible than a, than a vibrator. <laughs> the owner of the drone, Kalen Ashby Dryer, 20 years old, tried to grab the device but turned his attentions to, uh, Gonzalez, at which point he took a swing at the sheriff and started to yell statements at him, including he's a tyrant. So apparently he don't like the new, uh, you know, the potential new mayor there.
0: He don't like her. <laughs> so just... yeah, so he don't like her. <laughs> yeah. I said, he
1: don't uh, like
5: her. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh,
1: and, uh, one person in the crowd was heard screaming out, is that a dong on a drone? And, um, <laughs> after Gonzalez was struck, Dreyer was at some point pinned to the ground and detained. I mean, geez, police then took the suspect into custody, uh, according to the report. And actually you'll be able to watch the video on our Facebook page. Um, I just don't know how this is not plastered everywhere. Well, I mean, I guess I could see on the regular news. I couldn't really have a pic. Because when you see the picture of it, you know exactly what it is. Um, or you may not. <laughs> <laughs> well, well the 50-50 chance. Fifty-fifty. 50 um. I can tell you it's not a gear shift it became so distracting from the sound and everything I couldn't really get my point across Gonzalez said the guy who's running for the uh, mayor so he was he was a little PO'd that this uh, phallic huh. piece of machinery took up his it must have been a heck of a drone it took if you could fly that. that around I mean it looked like a hefty drone um, you know you that's
0: know that's that's going to be the norm people drones drones really <laughs> scare me actually
1: yeah well they can they can spike me mean, they could be one hovering in my window looking at me right now and i wouldn't know uh, <laughs> you think and up in my goodies um <laughs> yeah so you <laughs> said flexible
0: huh it's not <laughs> flexible
1: no 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 okay. it doesn't look like it takes batteries so it wasn't um, really a vibrator no it was more of a deal, though. so <laughs> i think that's you know we could say that so <laughs> i so mean the first can quarter say penis, yeah i know. know the first quarter of the show is about sex education and yeah, everybody's missing it, it. <laughs> i know well they'll uh, be able to download. this will be a highly downloaded uh that's right <laughs> Podcast, there, Donald.
0: I almost, almost tw- uh, uh, tweeted before the show that you know tune in for tonight's sex education. Um, I think oh I just boy. realized why uh, Simon disappeared
1: because you called him Simkin. Well, when look, when people disappear <laughs> that quick, then they get their names misspelled. That's what happens. Hey, hey, Todd. <laughs> hey, Welcome, Todd. Todd. Um, uh, yeah, that one we happens. won't mispronounce. Uh maybe not. We'll see if I can spell it. It's the spelling challenge with Dennis Lee. Um Yeah, well, good. you know,
0: there's... It's the education system. What can I say?
1: I mean, really. So, what was it a large drone? It was a big drone. It had to be a hefty drone for what they was hauling, so... <laughs> I never thought about, well, you know, you could use that for pranks like that would that not be a classic prank though you uh photo bomb somebody out of the park people be talking about dangling.
0: hey bj oh that's a k oh
1: well you did halfway uh, good there Donald. i did have
0: a, I, I gotta run oh uh, goodness <laughs> uh what was it's i saying Oh yeah, Can you, uh, you see all these drones flying around. Oh, we can refer to drones as, well, man, I had a three blader, or I had a four blader,
1: yeah,
0: or I don't had know a twin turbo prop with a jet propulsion,
1: yeah. you know, wingy dingy. I don't even know what the proper etiquette for that is. Um,
0: That's they're. I can imagine a day they're going to be buzzing around everywhere. But you know, it I, uh, is illegal to hover over somebody's house with one of those things. So is it now? Yeah, well, you know, that? can you imagine you fly one over, you know, at night behind somebody's house or something and look in the windows? I mean, that would be kind of, oh, that, really? that would upset some people.
1: That, <laughs> that would Just
0: that gave would somebody an
1: good. idea, didn't I? Yeah, 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 somebody be droning out somebody's bushes right now. <laughs> well, okay.
0: Uh, at least they're not
1: standing there anymore. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: All right. um. Some you don't talk? oh yeah, i I, I kind of got that that feeling oh, okay. it was oh, okay. it was coming my way <laughs> i was um I was looking here for zuckerberg I want to talk about Zuckerberg for a minute so you know i mean there's there's been stories about Zuckerberg's influence during last year's election but this story comes from it's again it's from uh Huckabee's Website evening or morning edition, and it's also refers to an article on real clear investigations. That's a pretty good site for uh, getting information on on stuff that they're you know looking into, like election results and recounts and stuff like that. Hmm. So that's real clear investigations. Maybe we ought to real try to get a, clear. Mark trying to get a part-time job with those folks.
1: Um,
0: So anyway, Huckabee goes on to say in other election fraud news, because he was actually talking uh, this part of the story I'm not going to use, but I'll just touch on a second. Uh, You know, um, Dominion is suing, um, was it Mike Lindell? I think it's Mike Lindell, the pillow guy. Yes, Mike Lindell. They're suing him for, how much do you think they're suing him for?
1: Um, five million dollars.
0: Okay, one point three billion dollars. They're suing what? this man for defamation. Uh, yeah, that's Dominion, the the uh, the election machines folks. They're saying that uh, you know, uh, he defamed them. Heard. I guess I'm not sure that's the right way to phrase that. But
1: how did, how did he defame? Well, you know, because he, he, he talked about pillows.
0: I know, but uh, when he would be interviewed, uh, when he was on anybody's show, he would talk about uh, election fraud and uh, Dominion being part of the problem that their machines were hackable. And uh, whether or not he in, insinuated that they were involved in trying to change the election results, I don't know but they' they're suing him for 1.3 billion dollars. So they're not just trying to hurt him, they're just trying to ruin him and put him out of business. Um, Jeez. Uh, I think the first judge had dismissed the original suit, but now they've come back with this other uh, claim so now they're they're uh, it's back back on again but you know they're they they want to bury him that's basically what they're trying to do uh so anyway that that was all on that but the other part is about um facebook founder mark zuckerberg and his wife priscilla chan they paid 350 million dollars to a progressive group called the center for tech and civic life i mean come on who names these things these organizations Uh, which in turn distributed those millions to cities and towns all across America during last year's election and worked with election officials to conduct their elections just so. We've previously reported on the use of this money to pay pay for unsupervised ballot drop boxes in locations chosen by the CTCL, this same group. Uh, But the article also reveals other ways in which they were involved. Um, Now, there's a link to the article here, and I'm not going to get into it because it is rather lengthy. Uh, But according to the story by Stephen Miller, in exchange for the money, elections divisions agreed to conduct their elections according to the conditions set out by the CTCL, which is led by members of the new organization. Organizing Institute, golly, a lot of people involved in this, a training center for progressive groups and Democrat campaigns. A partner with CTCL, the Center for Civic Design, actually helped design absentee ballot forms and instructions, crafted voter registration letters for felons, that's a little strange, and tested automatic voter registration systems. In Michigan, they worked alongside progressive activist groups. In Georgia, yes, Georgia, and Utah, they worked directly with election offices. This type of funding has apparently never been done before. Does anybody see a problem with that? It gets worse. Even Facebook got into the act, producing a webinar, a webinar, yeah, webinar, and guide to, I thought it was webinar. (laughs) Webinar. Webner. Webner. Hey, Webner J. Krabs. And guide to help election officials engage voters. So Facebook is teaching election officials how to engage with voters. I mean, who in the hell, where did they go to school for that? Yeah. Specifically targeting low-income people and minorities, helping Democrat candidates win key spots all over the U.S. According to court documents filed by the conservative law firm, the Thomas Moore Society, the CTCL allowed election officials in Green Bay, Wisconsin to use the grant money to buy vehicles to transport voter navigators who were used to assist voters at their front doors, answering questions and witnessing ballot signatures. They also cured. You heard that word before? absentee ballots that lacked signatures, addresses, et cetera. Cured is just another word for if they find something wrong with the ballot, they make little corrections based on their assumptions of what the voter really intended to do. How the hell do they know that? Uh, good question. Good question. And they're, and they're making money. They're being paid. They're being funded through the back door by groups like Facebook. So let's see. In Thanks Georgia, <laughs> yeah, it makes makes me want to not ever post another thing on Facebook. In Georgia, agents from CTCL trained poll workers. I can't help wondering if they trained the small team of ballot tabulators who stayed behind in the State Farm Arena in Fulton County late on election night after other workers, including the poll watchers, had been dismissed over a bogus water leak. Hadn't their training included the fact that they weren't supposed to count votes without supervision? And yeah, doesn't seem to seem to bother anybody here in Georgia. Um, the infuriating examples go on and on. Eric Cardell, a lawyer with the Thomas More Society, says it was a pay-to-play scheme where, in exchange for taking this money, the CTCL gets to tell them how to run the election, and it'll happen again in 2022. The use of private funds to control how elections are run has got to be stopped now. State legislatures will have to pass laws to stop it, because in the absence of such laws, some judges are enabling it to continue. For example, in Texas, of all places, U.S. District Judge Amos Mazant III An Obama appointee ruled in favor of this kind of funding, and apparently his stance is typical. He said, ultimately, plaintiffs complain that people with different political views will lawfully exercise their right to vote. This is not a harm. This is democracy. That's what the judge says. And it ends the article by saying, wrong. The practice he ruled in favor of is harming democracy. So, you know, private groups going out there, I mean, you would think that election officials or anybody that has anything to do with uh, the election process in their individual states would be trained by state officials, not by some damn private group that, that, that is, is giving these people money uh, to do certain things. And this thing about, buying vehicles so they can transport people to go around, go to door to door and and help. Now they use the word assist, but you know what that means. Assist voters at their front doors and answering their questions and witnessing ballot signatures. That's not supposed to happen. (laughs) Did you do that? (laughs) What? That
1: was me. I just wanted to check something there.
0: You got a new toy there, Dennis Lee? I just wanted to check something. Oh, well, mm, I like guess from outer space. <laughs> check something.
1: Bob, so, bro, I mean,
0: it, it, does, does that not sound absurd, or is it, or people think it doesn't really matter? You have private companies that are are buying their way into the voting process in this country and they're the ones that are showing training people how to deal with all these issues and you don't you don't think do you think if trump had you know uh, a, a bunch of organizations running across the country going door to door and helping people fill out their ballots and witnessing signatures and doing the things that these people have done, that there would not have been an outrage in this country last year.
1: Yeah. I I don't doubt it.
0: Hey, Jess Duck. I just,
1: I I don't don't doubt it at all. I
0: read this thing and I'm like, I wanted to throw stuff. I wanted to throw stuff. And how can you say that there is nothing fishy about last year's election? The writing is on the wall yeah
1: <laughs> all you got to yeah. do is
0: just pay attention
1: there's definitely a problem with it so there's no denying that no matter what you believe there's some um, some inaccuracies and, it, and that's putting it very mildly Yeah, mildly and it may not have
0: changed it if you correct all that it may not have changed the
1: results right.
0: but it's still not right that it happened, and and we still need to find out to what extent it did happen. Right. I know we would if it was flipped. So, I'm done with that.
1: Well, let's see what we. I got need
0: to take though. my pill and calm down here.
1: Take that. Take it. Where's my Where's it. my paper bag? <laughs>
3: Strange, Charlie,
1: but it's fun. Sure. <laughs> 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 You just don't realize you know, how odd that sounds when you're not actually watching. I know.
0: That was the movie. second one. That was the second <laughs> version, right?
1: No, that's the first one with Gene Wilder. Oh, I thought yeah. he sang in that part when they were going through the he tunnel. He does. Uh, th- yeah, but I, that was before he was singing. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, well, that's what was I was waiting on. Yeah. I thought that was your, your buddy oh, you know, did the second one.
1: Oh, Johnny Depp? No. Yeah,
0: Johnny, Johnny Deep. No,
1: that was Gene Wilder on that one. Uh, oh, okay. Um, John the, Waller. Right. They, um, hey, Owen. Welcome. There's a story from New a uh, uh, Week, uh, let me say, uh, um, that a woman wakes up from a nap on a plane only to discover she flew 1,200 miles in the wrong way. Um, <laughs> can you imagine, Donald Wayne? <laughs> I
0: hey, mean, Donald how plane, do they
1: let you sleep that long? Um, so unfortunately, this poor woman uh was she ended up flying on a plane from Manchester to Belfast. Um, that was a detour obviously spanning thousands of miles. Um, I was gonna say, this, to, that's not 12, 1200 miles. No, no, according to BBC News, uh, Gemma Cargan boarded the Easy jet flight on Sunday without any issues at what she believed to be the correct gate. She said the TV screen that told us the flight wasn't on at the gate. So I never had a notion I could be getting on the wrong flight. Um, It's always better to ask somebody. Recounted the 24, uh, 25 year old teacher who was flying from Manchester to Belfast. Um, So apparently, Cargan uh, promptly fell asleep for a nap before the plane took off. And when she awoke mid-flight, she learned her plane wouldn't land for another hour and 15 minutes. (laughs) Um, Which, uh, you know, obviously would raise a red flag to anybody. But um, as the flight from Manchester to Belfast is merely 40 minutes So they told me they were landing in an hour and 15 minutes, and I said, is this flight not going to Belfast? She explained to BBC News. That's when Cargan learned she was actually on a flight headed toward Gibraltar, (laughs) a British territory along Spain's southern coast. (laughs) So they obviously didn't check her ticket. Nope, nope. Said, guys, I'm on the wrong flight. Cargan remembered saying at the time, adding, "She was shocked and worried by the mishap. I was wondering how I was going to get home. Was I going to be left in Gibraltar? Oh, like a rock.
0: I imagine um, that's a little more expensive ticket.
1: Yeah, don't you think? Um, so by the time Cargan got to her final destination, her less than a half hour, uh, her less than an hour trip had turned into a twelve hour affair." with a total detour of 2,396 miles. Well, I wonder if she gets points for that. <laughs> uh, well, you know, she may have been trying to rack them up. Uh, I hope she wasn't on the company's dime. Um, she said, as soon as I realized it was a mistake, it was arranged for them to fly back to Manchester on the, to Belfast, their original destination. So, Jeez. Um, do not go to sleep. Yeah, do not go it, to sleep on plane. Yeah, anything they, can happen. Yeah, they tell you at the you beginning. off. Yeah, you
0: know, we're expected to land in uh, you know wherever she was going, Belfast. Yeah. And weather there yeah. is uh, partly That'd be a cloudy. Red flag. <laughs> yeah. So listen, at least listen to the initial you know spiel that they do when they you right. know get ready to take off.
1: Be aware of your surroundings. I mean, my goodness. And speaking of your surroundings, I hope everybody's eating dinner already, Um, because this next one, Newsweek, also has uh, got one going with Courtney Broggle. And listen, to the restaurant, this is an article already posted, so we don't expect anything from you. Um, (laughs) From me? uh, No, from the... From a woman who worked at Olive Garden for 10 years, she exposes the horrifying restaurant secrets. I hope no one was in love with Olive Garden because this is going to ruin it for you. I used to be. Um, <laughs> I used to be. Huh? Yeah. Uh, t- TikTok viewers have been left horrified. Horrified, Donald Wayne, after a recent viral video from a woman who claimed to work at Olive Garden for 10 years and shared that she would never eat at the restaurant again for a host of reasons, including what she said were gross meal ingredients and cleanliness problems. Oh, my. Um, The woman known as Spookshanny (laughs) online initially. (laughs) Well, there
0: sounds like a good
1: source. (laughs) Uh, Initially, I mean, you know, she sounds legitimate. Uh, Initially, posted her video on Monday in response to the prompt, name one restaurant that you'll never eat at no matter how hungry you are. The woman whose name was not available looked into the camera and responded simply with Olive Garden. Um, she said, I worked there for 10 years. There's a reason why you feel like shit after you eat there. She ominously said, just trust me. Don't eat there. Um, I, you know, since it was posted, the original video has been viewed more than two point five million times. That's Gee. some pretty high numbers there. Um, I can't. You would think that they would begin a lawsuit. Um, yeah, we on we, her. We were we were pretty close to that, but <laughs> oh well. Yeah. It's to be close, Donald. Yeah. In another life, uh, yeah. Um, she was liked by over one hundred seventy five thousand TikTok users who flooded the comments desperate to know why Olive Garden was so bad a veteran employee would never eat there again. Um, there was a... She said, OMG, I was, always felt terrible eating there, and I knew I wasn't crazy that food never sat well. One, oh, that was one viewer. Uh, to which Shanny replied, never will because it isn't real food. Um I mean, I don't know. She specifically took issue with many of the popular main dishes, claiming that they were not treated properly, nor were they authentic as advertised on the menu. Um, I guess people were violent with the food back there in the back room. All across (laughs) the board, they changed their chicken uh, about six years ago from good chicken to chicken that's not so great. Um, She said...
0: Rejects?
1: What I guess. It, um, what, um, what does that mean? This is this means a bad chicken. That's where the bad chickens go. Olive Garden. Um, it's not 100% chicken, huh. she said. And the chicken that comes on the never-ending pasta bowl is actually shh, canned
3: chicken.
1: That's what? Or c- canned chicken or canned mystery meat chicken she says um, oh my gosh and there's also mystery cheeses um, all across the board she added i'm i'm scared of a mystery cheese not way. <laughs> <laughs> there is no mystery
0: about says. cheese uh yes. <laughs> it's, unless you know there's uh, wax and then there's cheese so uh, you ever well, had that cheese that you can put in the microwave and oh, five my. minutes later it's still Stiff.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got some of that on a McDonald's burger. Um, Shani also alleged that the salad was frequently contaminated and not washed properly. Mm. There's always caterpillars and spiders oh. that we have to pull out of the salad mix, she says. Whoa! Servers all day long are picking toppings with their fingers out of the there and eating it just... The way it is. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) She even claimed that the location where she worked, there was a very bad slug problem with the sodas. Uh, Apparently, the sluggos like the sodos. Man, I didn't know. Who knew this was rampant with that place? Um, She even claimed that the location... uh, She said, we actually... Had to knock slugs off before we filled up the sodas. Our, our managers just said, eh, there's nothing we could really do about it. She alleged. Uh, Can you imagine getting hired for this job? You're like, look, I know you're going to see the slugs on the sodas. Just, just knock them off. Just be uh, like, you know, everybody's doing fine knocking off the slugs. Well, you know, don't I, be I, one I, of those people. I used to like uh, Olive Garden with the endless salad That's what I and liked breadsticks. Was endless salad, but you know, <laughs> uh, um, unhygienic people canoodling the salad with, you know, knocking slugs off the top of my soda. I don't, I don't know. Of course, I
0: always thought it's that a was a stupid like. move for them because I mean, you know, if if you got a table of four and, and they order a second bowl of salad and another basket of breadsticks, I don't yeah. think they're
1: going to be ordering a very big meal right it's like look we don't need anything we just came from the three breadsticks in the salad uh, have you ever
0: gone uh, to a mexican I, restaurant and had like two they're real busy and you end up with two ba- baskets of chips and dip oh yeah, yeah and then by the time so. you're through you're i'll just have yeah. a i'll have a taco to go <laughs>
1: Well, they're smart, though. They don't bring you a second basket so they know you've already ordered.
0: Oh, well, that you know, place good. down the street now, they've got there. something that looks like a little finger bowl. They put, like, 15 oh, chips geez. in there so geez. you can't get full on the chips. But oh, I, it's I like the, with
1: the old chips. Oh. I like
0: the Olive Garden.
1: They have to have good salsa, or otherwise they're out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I know. I, I, I like the, the salad and the breadsticks. So that's what I'm 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 going for it, but not anymore i don't know i you know didn't say where this yeah i don't what, even i wouldn't what say they're all that is way in. yeah i can't imagine they're all that way or they wouldn't be in business um similarly to this young lady a former employee at a dunkin donuts no say it's not so uh only as hannah recently dished several chain secrets including claims about what goes into the coffee's sweet cold foam topping and how the avocado toast is really made. Um how do you nice. miss an avocado toast? Oh, have you ever had that avocado toast? At Dunkin' Donuts? At, yeah.
0: No, I guess I and I love okay. avocados, but I just that doesn't yeah. appeal to me.
1: Well, it's not I don't even think I'm I question the avocados they use because it's it, uh, <laughs> it it's not that great. It's just not that great. Um Okay, yeah and then what? uh who what <laughs> oh uh, just real quick uh finally a florida man gets charged for battery against mcdonald's manager after crawling through the drive-thru um crawling. So that'd be a bad day yeah apparently this guy got so um mcmad he just jumped through that window and tried to choke somebody out. A Florida man was arrested just after 4.30 a.m. Monday for busting through the drive through window at a Tampa-area McDonald's. Um, I know, right, Just Duck? Crawling in and kicking a female manager, the smoking <laughs> gun reported Wednesday. Um, Michael Jordan, my M-Y-C-H-A-E-L, Jordan, 33, has been charged with burglary. Burglary and um <laughs> that's a hard word to <laughs> <say>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it just sounds fitting uh, the mcburglar uh, in the <laughs> memorial day incident in pinellas park about 20 miles southwest of tampa uh, according to an arrest affidavit obtained by the outlet um first of all you should never have named yourself out of uh, uh, after the um you know the the consummate pro in uh, basketball. I mean, come on. You're yeah, probably they did change you the spelling at that point. They did change the spelling, but so things unfolded after Jordan, a customer caused a disturbance at the Mickey D's drive through from which he had been asked to leave according to the document. He then proceeded to crawl through the drive through window, wherein he grabbed and pushed, allegedly, Patricia Minder and resisted arrest um, as well. Jordan was tased a few times, um, you know, probably knocked all the bags of fries down and ruined those delicious cheeseburgers, which proceeded with a struggle involving a trio of officers attempting to arrest him according to the affidavit um yeah I mean, there's a little,
0: there's a lot of eye that go on in uh, mcdonald's
1: yeah i mean it said the man braced tensed up spit everywhere and actively <laughs> resisted arrest oh hazmat <laughs> yeah had they, the officers had scrapes and cuts as well as broken uh, one broken body cam well that's going to cost the taxpayers money <laughs> Following the altercation, the document notes. So, yeah, man. Yeah, there is a lot of ruckusness, uh, raucousness, or whatever you call it down there in in the Florida area lately. It's it's
0: the heat and the humidity. Jeez. People get, they're on edge. Yeah, Yeah. we
1: just all get along, people. Wow.
0: I, I, um, I remember being,
1: been, hmm? okay,
0: Did, go ahead. You've never been where? New what? Yes.
1: <laughs> go ahead, sir.
0: I mean, I was at the uh, varsity one time downtown and they had the side door to the kitchen open and I'm standing over on the side waiting for my order. And I see a guy <laughs> shoot a, a weenie out of the bun onto the floor where everybody had been walking around, and he didn't even look around. He just grabbed that weenie, stuck it back in the bun, and wrapped it up for somebody. Fortunately, I wasn't buying weenies that day. No, I mean, jeez. I mean, I haven't eaten at the varsity since. And I'll tell you one worse. I got one worse. Houston's. You ever eaten at Houston's?
1: I have not, no.
0: It, it used to be one of my favorite places. They had this sliced uh, grilled chicken salad that was uh, not a chicken salad, like a tuna salad kind of thing. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. grilled chicken in this salad. And the bowl was huge, almost like a Olive Garden kind of thing.
3: Oh.
0: And, I, and we'd been there quite often. There's one down going towards Atlanta and a very, very nice area. Um, I'm, I'm within an inch of the bottom of the salad bowl. And, uh, I keep seeing every time I look down to, to stick my fork in there. I keep seeing it. It looks like the lettuce is moving. (laughs) So, oh oh yeah. Uh, so finally I, I I stopped. I said, and this is ridiculous. I got it. So I started spreading the lettuce apart and this, huge fly was down at the bottom of the bowl, Uh. just crawling around. Uh, They must have trapped it in the bowl when they they must have thrown some of the ingredients in and then covered him up with lettuce. So I'd have been eating Uh. that whole thing with that fly crawling around the bottom. Uh, Uh. Needless to say, um, we didn't have to pay for that meal, but it was... I did leave a tip. I did leave a tip for the for the hostess or whatever uh, the server, I should say, <laughs>
3: but,
0: but I, have, I've, I don't think I've eaten at Houston since mm. it's just, it's, and
1: that's a, that was a swanky place too.
0: Oh, very, very, I mean, it's, you know, real close to the governor's mansion. Uh, they were not cheap by any means. It was such a nice place to go, but that, that little old fly ruined it for me. It doesn't take much. And then I, mm. I just, I don't give them a second chance.
1: No, I mean you're messing with your health there.
0: Yeah, not with my food. You can that's mess right, with a lot
1: of things. That's why I don't go to Burger King anymore. That's I've <laughs> had that rule in place for years. <laughs> oh. So Jeez. well it's, food. Uh, it's over to you, Donald Wayne. Food. You just don't mess with people's food. That's right. Uh, I don't care if a tweaky is good for a hundred years. They're tasty. Well, you know, there's
0: been stories over the past several years, too, about uh, some of these people in the fast food restaurants uh, doing things to the food that would really, you know, cause you never to want to eat at a place like that again.
1: Well, that's exactly why you are always kind to your server. Um, Oh,
0: yeah. Don't ever don't ever aggravate them, you know. Until after all your food has been served. Right. And then, 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 if you, you got yeah. something
1: to say. <laughs> That's right. Then you can say it and hurry off to your car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. All right. Well, after that little ditty of food and ditty, um, well, let's talk about voting a little bit sure. more. Well. <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, here we are. We're what uh, six months separated from the elect- the past election, and uh, yeah, we're still talking about it. Still checking on it. Uh, this story comes from uh, the Epic Times, and it's entitled "Wisconsin lawmakers advance bill to stop election workers from fixing mistakes on ballots," which is kind of the same thing that. I said earlier when I what was that word I used? Now I forgot what the word I used uh, about um, doctoring the ballots. Um, oh, um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you weren't listening, were you? No. I
1: was listening. I just <laughs> don't remember the word.
0: Well, I I feel better now that I I've forgotten it. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's what they uh, they were doing there. They were fixing the ballots and and watching touching up
1: was that is that
0: what they say No, nah, nah, that's too simple uh, uh, w- right. wouldn't be wouldn't be touching up uh. anyway this article is by Jack Phillips we've we visited with Jack before it says he
1: has, that- he has warned a few times <laughs>
0: It says Republican lawmakers in Wisconsin are aiming to stop election workers from fixing mistakes on absentee ballots after the State Assembly Committee on Campaigns and Elections advanced a plan this week. According to the proposal, Assembly Bill 198, only voters or their witnesses would be able to fix mistakes on ballots and no one else. Republicans have said that such ballot curing can lead to fraud. Was that the word I used, uh, curing?
1: That a, yeah, that was word. It was word, curing, I wasn't it? Was curious so you used that word to describe mm. such a thing.
0: Yeah. Well, that just means that you're curing the ill or curing the mistake. And so but there was a lot of that. I've heard that word used a lot about other states as well. Uh, election clerks must contact the voter or the witness if they made a mistake on their portion of the ballot. Then the voter or witness would be asked to correct his or her mistake. The text of the legislation states, under this bill, if a municipal clerk receives an absentee ballot with an improperly completed certificate or with no certificate, the clerk is required to return the ballot to the voter and post a notification of the deficit or uh, defect, I'm sorry, on the voters' vote information page. It says that's the site used for all the voters in the state uh, where they originally register, Uh, currently titled My Vote Wisconsin. The bill also prohibits the municipal clerk from correcting a defect in the certificate. The legislation reads, Republicans said the bill is designed to safeguard elections in the state because absentee voting is a privilege. There's got to be some responsibility that the voter has to exercise that privilege. State representative Donna Rosar told uh, center square, whoever that is. And I think that responsibility is to do it right. And legally of course the Democrats say They've criticized this proposal, alleging that Republicans are trying to prevent people from voting. I don't care if absentee voting is a privilege; that doesn't mean you should have to pass a test or make sure that you don't, dot, or make sure that you dot every i and cross every t. Democrat State Representative Lisa Subek said, "If someone makes an innocent, honest mistake," It is appalling that we're not going to let their ballot count. (laughs) So, uh, I got news for Donna or Lisa. I'm sorry. It was Lisa that said that. If you really, if you're not capable of filling out that ballot and you don't have somebody there, you know, family or friend that can help you, uh, probably shouldn't count. I mean, you have a right to vote, but you really need to be able to vote You need need to be able to fill out whatever information is on there and not have people come in and, and tidy up behind you and dot your eyes and cross your T's. Um, Let's see. According to post election report issued by Wisconsin elections commission, the statewide absentee ballot rejection rate was exceptionally low in November point or it's a, uh, 0.2% statewide compared to the 1.8% in April of 2020. Of the 216,490 absentee voters who claim status of indefinitely confined, 79.6% have been provided an acceptable photo ID to receive a ballot since 2016. Should the bill get passed by Wisconsin legislature, it's likely that the Democrat governor, Tony Evers, will use his veto power to block it. Evers said this earlier this year that he would veto more than a dozen election-related bills that had been introduced by Republicans in the state. Last week, Republican Assembly Speaker Robin Voss told local media outlets that he would hire three former law enforcement officials to, to probe the November 3rd election in the state, including how nonprofit groups inserted themselves into the process. So they're just, you know, they're, they're trying. You, you hear it in the news uh, almost every week that Republicans are trying to pass laws to prevent certain groups especially minorities from voting but you know these are the kinds of things that are trying to be put into law so there are no back doors for people to go in there and uh, basically cheat i mean who is it to say that that an election official or or what do they refer to him as a county clerk or whatever this was up here yeah. has has the right election clerk has the right to go in there and and try to determine what that voter really, who they intended to vote for, you know? What if they filled out two, you know, they mistakenly filled out two of the little ovals there, one Democrat and one Republican, and that clerk is supposed to have the power to decide which one they really voted for? No, I don't think so. I'm sorry, if you screw it up, you know, you you just, (laughs) you lose it. Or it has to go yeah. back to the, or it has to go back to the person. But you know, anyway. All right, I, I won't go down that road. I was going to go down the babysitting road, but I decided not to.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they would love to have the the ability to go in there and fix any vote that they think, oh well, they really meant to vote for so and so. Right. Well, there, there's no way in the world they would have voted for this idiot. Nah, we're going to change that. And that's basically what we're looking at if some of these things don't get corrected before next year's elections.
1: Yeah, they need to be all over it. Like molasses. Like molasses. Well, uh, you know, I got a um, critical race story that, uh, you know, that's been in the news a lot lately. And uh, I haven't heard anything about that. (laughs) <laughs> have you not no um but what is there's that a, there's a, there's a uh, video on fox that uh, came out um came out today or, or yesterday of a uh young man and his daughter that um really says that look your skin color doesn't matter and it's a clip here so let me I actually saw that clip earlier i
0: did not watch it but i saw it mm-hmm. and uh, i hovered over it i'm glad i didn't pick it
1: there you go let's see if we can make it work here and the one and the two
6: daddy teaches you can be anything in this world that you want to be right don't daddy teach you that?
3: yeah and it doesn't matter if you're black or white or any color
6: doesn't matter if you're black white brown yellow, yellow. Right. Block. And and how we treat people is based on who yeah. they are and not and what they're color nice. they are. And if they're nice and smart. See? This is how this is how children think right here. Critical race theory wants to end that. Not with my children. It's not gonna happen. My baby's gonna know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard and she can become that. But we need to stop CRT. Period. Point blank. Children do not see skin color, man. They love everybody.
4: That father and daughter duo going viral <laughs> for that powerful message, pushing back against critical race theory. And they join us now. We have Corey Yeshua and his six-year-old daughter, Royalty. Hey, guys. It's so good to see you.
6: Hey, everybody. How are you guys
4: doing? Hello. Here? Hey, Royalty. Hello. You are so precious. We're excited about this interview. So, Corey, tell us about the video. What led you to that point? Why did you post it?
6: um I've just seen a lot of things that are going on in America right now a lot of things going on in the world and um I see the agenda um being pushed on our children and they're trying to teach our children to look at each other not for who they are as a person but for their skin color and um I just decided I wanted to get out there and uh Show the world what I teach my daughter, you know, and, and the values I try to instill in her, and that's to see people for who they are, for the content of their character, not the color of their skin.
4: I know you're a Christian. You teach. Uh, you want to teach what the Bible teaches to your daughter. You and I are our faith lines up, and the way we parent seems to line up too. You seem like an amazing person and a great dad. What led you to that point? Did you grow up in the church?
6: Uh, a little bit. Uh, my mom would. Um, trying to take us to church, you know, every Sunday. But it didn't always work out that way. Uh, as I got older, I definitely ran away from the church. Um, I ran away from God for a long time. Um, I was in the music industry. And, yeah, like I said, I was running and running and running. And then, you know, I ended up finding my way back to Him.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, as the Bible says, we will, you know, if it's instilled in us when we're young. So, yeah, I found my way back to God, and here I am.
4: Well, royalty, your dad. I know you know. You're so blessed to have him as a father. He's doing an amazing job with you. How does he tell you? What does he teach you about choosing the right people to hang out with to, when you're choosing your friends? Their skin color. It doesn't matter there skin color. That's beautiful. What about your school? Are, are you learning? Are you learning these teachings in your school? You're just learning them at home? Yeah. Mm. So, Corey, why do you teach her to, to... Why are you spreading this message to stop CRT? And have you talked to her school about it?
6: Uh, well, they had played a video, and, and, you know, I already knew what was going on in the world, you know, and in America, but they had played a video that um, kind of took me back, and it was about segregation. And there was a, a water fountain in the video that said whites only. And after the video, my daughter had came to me and said, dad, why wasn't the white kid able to play with the black kid? And, you know, before that, I hadn't discussed segregation with my daughter. I I didn't think she was ready for heavy things like, you know, Jim Crow and things like that yet, you know? So I had to speak to it with her after that. And we had a conversation and yeah, that's actually what led up to, you know, coming out and speaking to her about things like that.
4: Are you surprised by the reaction? You, you have so many more followers now and a lot of people have watched this video. Now you're on national television.
6: Yes, and um, I'm so overwhelmed, um, it's such a blessing. Um, but the, the main thing that I want to get out there is I want little white kids to know that they are not oppressors. I want little black kids to know that they are not oppressed. And they can do anything that they want to do, anything they put their mind to. They can overcome Mm -hmm. any obstacle. Your skin color does not matter.
4: And I love your message about working hard. That's how you get to the top, right?
6: Right, right. Amen.
4: All right. And royalty, what do you love most about your daddy? (laughs) You
1: put her on the spot there, buddy. Yeah. Is she thinking?
4: Is he nice? Does yeah. he play with you?
1: Yeah, you have to watch. Uh, you definitely have to watch it. <laughs> I think
4: there's so many things, Corey. So there's you are so really many things that are going it. through her mind.
5: You just love
4: your name. You are so cute. Corey, what inspired you?
6: Um, what inspired me? Okay, so to come out on social media. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I have a brother in prison. I have a very good friend in prison doing 15 years right now. Um, I have a brother that was murdered a few months back.
4: Wow.
6: Um, and I have another brother that died from an overdose. Oh, cool. So, um, I see what's going on in our communities and, and I hate it, you know, I hate it. And I know that most of them have been Democrat-run for decades, and I also hate that. And I, I want to wake people up to what's going on, so that that most—that's uh, one of the biggest things that inspired me to get and, and and come
4: out. What do we need to do to fix all of that, Corey, and come together as a country?
6: Um, I think we need to understand our past, but I don't think we need to be held back by. It. And I also think we need to start telling the truth about who did what in our past.
4: Corey, you're doing a great job. Thank you for coming on with us. Royalty. It was a pleasure to talk to you. You are so cute. And I'm praying for your future. God has big plans for you, darling. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah. Who was that doing the interview?
1: Um, is that McCowan or whatever?
0: Oh, Martha McCowan?
1: Martha McCowan. I think that was Martha McCowan. Oh,
0: okay, from Fox. Yeah, I yeah. saw it uh, in the column when I was looking down through there, and I and I almost clicked on it, but I thought, well, I got two already that I got a little sound clip from, so I'm yeah, glad you so the, I'm glad you used that one because that was,
1: you know, it's, it's empowering. I mean, a critical race theory. People, you know think about it. You know, you're you want to curb. Uh, and, and squash out this hatred, but you're just inciting more of it.
0: Right. I mean, you're 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 basically throwing it out there now to people in general. I mean, there's there's you know there's still probably some I say bad people, or, or there's still I mean, there's no way you're going to get rid of all racist attitudes. and that's not just white racist attitudes in, in any country. you're not going to eliminate it. Uh, other countries are deal with the same thing, just not on the same scale that we do. Um, right. But you know they what they're trying to do, liberals are trying to do is use that as a means to get everybody on the same side of the boat, you know and overwhelm everything so they can get what they want. And we'll see how much, I mean, God hope that that never happens, that they they pull off what they're trying to do. But
1: right, right. if they
0: ever did, just say if they ever did, all these things that they say that they're for, all this, this, this fairness that they talk about, right. it's not going to be fair. No. Communism is not fair. Socialism is not fair. It sounds good. When you look at it in a book or you look at it in an article, you know, oh well, equal treatment, equal, everybody has the same share of everything.
1: Yeah, we all share the same cup. Isn't oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, but then when it comes time to do the work, oh man, I'm, you know, my back's been bothering me, and uh, yeah,
1: man, yeah. you know, my back hurts.
0: <laughs> so, you know, I got glaucoma, you know, I can't I, do that I, job. I do, I do. <laughs> so it's that's. Part of what they're doing, and if you uh, remember what I talked about on Tuesday night, those those uh, seventeen things that have really come to fruition in this country about what the communists said back in 1958 needs to happen to to bring this country down is already in progress, right. and, and and part of this is this uh, critical race theory, and and try to indoctrinate everybody into this hate hate mode and um and it's it's not to do right by people it's to get what they want politically in this country and that's a shame and it's a darn shame um yeah. we got to get better but i think i'm encouraged as i said be- before like the lady that i was talking about up there in Rhode Island who's pushing back. There's a father, you know, uh, I had a read a story about it. he's pushing back. Uh, I said earlier in the week, you know, my brother in, in North Carolina is, uh, joining a group looking into CRT and trying to see what they need to see if it's prevalent in his area and in North Carolina. And, you know, there's people are starting to pay attention. And I think once we get to that point where there's a lot of people paying attention. Uh, This other side is going to lose. They're going to lose that foothold they've been trying to get because all they do is talk about everything that's bad about this country, everything that's bad. And, you know, there have been bad. Whoops. I can't hear myself. Uh, There's been bad things done and there's been mistakes made and, and wrong policies and so forth throughout history. But uh, you know, there's I you know, it just depends on where you are, I guess, how much right. you see the things that they talk about.
3: Right.
0: But you now that's the way to raise your children, colorblind. So it should be personality. I've I've the only way I've ever considered people in my life that I come in contact with is. You know how they treat me. You know if 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 they're respectful to me and polite to me, and of course I'm always polite, unless you just <laughs> go the wrong direction. But uh, yeah, what they're trying to teach. And look at all the, look at all the stuff that's going on in New York City. Did you see the video of of a guy that just he's walking past a woman and just punches her right in the face.
1: Yeah, the Asian woman in New York. Yeah,
0: she falls down.
1: Uh, I mean, what possesses
0: somebody to do that?
1: Well, and then, you know, I've also got an issue with, and we can all say, well, we don't know what we'd do if we were there, but then everybody just stands around. Nobody does anything to the guy. Nobody restrains him or nothing, you know. Well, there was that
0: one redeeming video. I don't know if you saw that, but it was some, I think it was an Asian police woman, maybe in California. Um, it, I, I got it from the story that I think that the person she was approaching was a, a homeless person and she was a little thing and he was fairly large. And whatever she said to him must've set him off. He proceeds to start hitting her and knocks her to the ground. He gets on top of her And then all of a sudden you see these people coming to her aid and they pull this guy off of her. Mm. And uh, that's what you'd like to see. And I I can understand people being leery of approaching somebody, you know, with a weapon, but still you got to find something that you can do, not stand there with your damn phone and video the thing. So you can get some hits on YouTube or Snapchat or whatever the heck you're going to Instagram, whatever you're trying to TikTok. There you go. TikTok. You know, whatever. I mean, how many times do we see? There's five or six people in in a in a frame taking pictures of somebody being beaten up. Put that phone down and do something to help that person.
1: Right. I yeah, like it. Maybe you know, one person could probably take on one or two people, but you get three or four people together to go after this individual,
0: right? And you'll be
1: able to subdue
0: them. I'm telling you, you know, I'm finding something on the street and trash can something. And I'm going to knock that guy or whoever that is off of that person. And again, you know, the only exception to that you might, you know, might make it difficult would be if that person had a, a gun or a knife. And then you just, you know, you're going to have to do something else, but not stand there with your phone. But kudos to this guy for, for, you know, teaching his child the right way. But
1: yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's all you can ask for, right? Just be a good example.
0: You know? Yeah. Not teach your child hate. Right. We had too much of that in this country. Um, UK? let see, no where, where are we?
1: Where art thou?
0: Um, okay, well, it see, seems like we're on that certain theme tonight, other than your, uh, food references earlier.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you know? I I mean,
0: you remember the first time you watched Fargo? Did, did you have that thought? Like
1: what the hell am I watching? Oh, now Fred. Um, Yeah.
0: The, the accents. I mean, when she opened uh, her mouth and they're, She's standing there over the body and she's eating oh, I something.
3: Loved
1: it. I loved it. That was so funny. Um, and nothing against anybody from Wisconsin or up that way. It's, uh, I think y'all are great. Um, I love the way they talk. I think, yeah, it's, yeah. I think it's cute. And we would get that too. I mean, I know when I went to New York or I went to Pennsylvania uh, once upon a time that, you know, they enjoyed listening to me talk and I was like, I don't know why. Um, but they could hear the the southern the southern draw or the southern I don't think I really have a twang. More of no. a draw. You know. We tend to say things a little more slowly sometimes. Yeah,
0: um, it's definitely not because Yankees pretty much talk fast if they're right. natural born. They seem to have an urgency to getting their sentences out.
1: Well, What if, what if they were unnatural? I mean, what does that mean?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if they're transplants, you
1: know, you, you know, th- you know Theodore is unnatural. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, where'd Theodore come in?
1: Into <laughs> oh, no. Theodore. Is that the beaver? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're <laughs> we talking darn. about. This this is a family show. Nobody talking, said anything about the, about talking about that. Talking about the beaver. Well, if, uh, yeah. Ward, have you had a talk with the beaver?
0: <laughs> um.
1: uh,
0: <laughs> oh, well, please. that that naked gun. <laughs> nice <Yes>. beaver.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: Uh, those were the days when I don't think you can make those kind of movies anymore.
1: Uh, probably not. Well, you know, before everything got crazy this last year, they were, I think they were still making those, um, screen copycat movies, you know, where they would just do all that on PC stuff. Yeah. um, You know, I don't know. But yeah, probably, probably today you couldn't make one of those. Probably the closest you can get would be Jackass or something like that.
0: I saw a clip of a comedian. Um, I guess it was on Tucker Carlson tonight. He was, he imitates uh, Dr. Fauci. He's got the voice down pretty good. The bad thing is he has a beard and yeah. of course he died at gray. So, you know, s- uh, streaked at gray, uh, put the glasses on, but he, he had the voice down real good and his mannerisms and stuff, but it's kind of hard to see him. As Fauci because of the, the beard. And then he said, Oh well, I used to do Biden. I'm so well I'd even have a harder time seeing you play Biden, you know, with the beard. But uh, he was funny though. He had he had Fauci down by by a mile. Okay, so last little thing on my side here of the world is um article in the epic times it was uh, i don't know it was today i believe and it uh the headline says blm saint paul founder saint paul minnesota founder who quit says black lives matter is racist against black children over charter schools um and i have a little audio and i'm going to play that first uh, it's i think it's only about two and a half, three minutes long. He's explaining why he got, you know, why he's upset with Black Lives Matter and why he, he got out of the organization. So it looks like, you know, they're having a little bit of a problem with some of their membership here lately uh, getting out of the fold. Okay, let me see. Hang, hang on. This is so much fun. All right.
4: Hmm. The founder of a Black Lives Matter chapter in St. Paul, Minnesota, revealing why he quit the organization in a newly published video. Rashad Turner saying he learned the, quote, ugly truth about BLM and that the leadership shows a little concern for promoting the welfare of black lives. And he joins us now. Rashad, thank you so much for being here. Look, I think we can all agree the lives of black people matter. If you don't agree with that statement, you're a racist. But the organization, BLM, what is the ugly truth that you discovered?
5: I think you hit it on the head right there, right? When you call for a moratorium on charter schools, that is a direct attack on black families, on black children. The question I always ask folks, how
4: Yes, where that money is going and if that money is going to help black families to help black children.
5: Well, I'll tell you this. we, we Here in Minnesota, we've got worst-in-nation education gaps. And, you know, based on the data, where we have tons of schools where four out of five kids cannot read, I would say that money's not coming to Minnesota, right? If we had 90 million, heck, children would be up here reading. Our schools would be better. But let me add something here. when When you think about that 90 million, where it comes from, BLM has been co-opted. They've been co-opted by teachers unions specifically at the national level, the American Federation of Teachers, and here locally in Minnesota, Education Minnesota. These teachers unions own the Democrats, they own BLM, and teachers unions, in my opinion, they kill our children's hopes and dreams. So if we're thinking about black children doing what's best for black families, we have to start with education. There's not a disparity in this country that doesn't begin with folks not being able to read. So if black lives really matter, we must start in that classroom. I mean, that's the crux of this, right? For decades, blacks have been prevented from getting the same quality education as whites. It's a fact,
4: it's reality. Why does the education system though, seem to be allowed to suppress
5: blacks like it does? Well, it's the teachers unions. I I can't say it enough. Here in Minnesota, Education Minnesota is 94% white, Yet they walk around acting like they're so woke that they understand what's best for black children. Right. But they own our education system. They spend about 30 to 50 million dollars a year here in Minnesota to control what our politicians are doing. I don't know if folks have been paying attention to what our you know, I don't even know what to call him these days. But Governor Tim Walz here in Minnesota hasn't done one thing. And that's because teachers unions control him. We have to start listening to parents. I mean, there's no way on earth after these two past school years that folks can think that things like education savings accounts aren't gonna be good for families. I'll tell you, there's not one black family in my neighborhood here in St. Paul that has said, hey, we don't want that money to follow our child. Anyone who's in opposition to school choice, charter schools, you're right. I'd say they're a racist, right? Because we know that charter schools are creating opportunities. We know that that money that is supposed to be educating our children, that's not happening here in Minnesota. We spend the most money, you know, top states in this country on what we spend on education. However, our outcomes don't show that we're spending millions upon millions of dollars to try and educate children.
4: Rashad Turner, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, We appreciate your time.
0: I couldn't have said it any better myself. Indeed. Uh, I, I just wondered how long it would take when they started talking, uh, earlier in the year, how much money black lives matters has taken in from donors across the country. And then you have, you know, uh, what's her name? Um, was her name? Elise, uh, the lady who just resigned the co-founder, right. um, uh, you know, and buying all that property, buying those houses while none of the issues that should be addressed by an organization with the name black lives matter should be addressing. And so here's a guy that was involved in the chapter there, um, in, um, uh, Minneapolis. And, you know, he's, he's seen the light. It's he's disheartened. He knows that it's a sham. And, uh, I'm sure there's more stories like that across the country.
1: This is just a mess.
0: And my question is, how in the world did the teachers' unions ever get so powerful? How How did we let that happen? You know? You remember when Ronald Reagan fired all the uh, air traffic controllers back in the 80s because they refused to, they went on strike and they refused to go back to work? Right. Do you remember that you might, you were just, you were not a wee thing. You weren't a wee thing, but you know, you were were probably a a age of awareness, but he did. Uh, They went on strike in the eighties and it was, it was, could have been devastating for the country. And uh, so he said, you're fired, you know? you're gone. Let's, let's get new ones. And there was a concern about the the learning curve and getting new people in there, but there was enough of the supervisors that, that stayed and, and, and went to work that it it worked out, but something's got to be done about these teachers unions. And I'm not against teachers because I've got two and two in the family. Um, but this whole thing that everything hinges on what they say we're going to do or what they're willing to do, that's got to stop, right? I'm not a big union person, anyway. I, I'm not. I'm not against them if people want to do it, but I am against them forcing, uh, you know, people to join a union. Uh, that's why, you know, uh, Georgia, right to work state. They're they're trying to change that here, which uh, I hope they can't.
1: Well, who knows what they'll be able to do. I know they're going to try and mess it up all they can, right? I don't know what? why you would intentionally want to sabotage your country, though. You or wonder why, you know, they wake up in the morning and they go, you know what, you know, this country would be really great if everybody depended on the government. Everybody made the same amount of money. It cost me $20 to get a cheeseburger. I mean... But you know who, who that like is. That. You know who right. thinks like that. The people yeah. who want to put
0: out as little effort as possible, they <laughs> want everything given to them. Um, you know, it it's just that's that's who supports it mainly. I I unfortunately I've known a few people who uh, believe in all that free stuff. Right. And I I I'm, I'm just I don't understand it. I was raised in a, a different time when people had different values. And, uh, you know, there's got to be a little self-esteem, you know, a little pride in yourself, coming there to place somewhere, you know, where I'm a useful person in society. I, I pull my weight. I contribute. Uh, I don't want anybody taking care of me. And uh, right. I don't I don't think a lot of people have a problem with that.
1: No, I wouldn't think so.
0: <laughs> I don't know whose fault it is, but uh, we're giving you this award because you came in today. <laughs> you only had 10 sick days this month. Yep. All right, Dennis Lee, you you uh, did you have something to go in that slot, or uh,
1: it was? Oh, not... you know, actually, I did. Um, it wasn't filled I, in, I, so I was... I was. When you said that, I was looking back through my email and saw that this one just didn't quite make it through. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: but I thought maybe an art... there was
0: a counting uh, problem.
1: <laughs> no, no, not yet. Um, there was an article on, on the Washington Examiner. By Kaylee McGee White, uh, the scientists are now um, that they're saying now that the scientists were stonewalling um, the lab leak theory, and it was intentional. So um, you know, I think you've heard that coming out here lately about Fauci, that all oh, the yeah. stuff with him. Yeah. So they said, why did so many of our scientific experts outright reject? the possibility that COVID-19 could have escaped from the Wuhan Institute of Virology uh, when there was plenty of circumstantial evidence pointing in that direction Mm -hmm. because they were tied up in the very research that may have produced the coronavirus and they didn't want anyone to know about it. I mean, I guess you wouldn't. (laughs) Um, That is essentially the crux of a recent in-depth report by Vanity Fair. Now, that throws me a little bit because this is a um, report on a medical institute or, yeah, whatever, done by Vanity Fair. I didn't know that they were associated with... Um, meow! <laughs> Welcome, Troncat. Um... <laughs> um you know, a couple of Vanity Fair's findings are worth noting, are they? I thought. Now, somebody help me. I thought Vanity Fair was a, um, like a glamour magazine. Well, I know that they handled, yeah. you know. But anyway, I yeah. Tucker was talking about work.
0: that last last night, <laughs> tonight, huh. and he said, "What an odd place for this kind of article to show up in Vanity Fair."
1: Yeah, um, said in one State Department meeting, officials seeking to demand transparency from the Chinese government say they were explicitly told by colleagues not to explore the Wuhan Institute of uh, Virology's gain-of-function research because it would bring unwelcome attention to U.S. government funding of it. Huh. Um, Thomas DeNano, nu. Um, Former Acting acting Assistant Secretary of the State Department's Bureau of Arms Control, the DBAC, Verification and Compliance. Oh, let's add that on there. The DBACVC. Sounds like something from Vietnam. Um, (laughs) Wrote to the staff from the two bureaus, his own, and the Bureau of International Security and non Proliferation. Say that five times real fast. Um warn Be careful. Hey, he's a wab, I'm hunting wabbits. Be careful um, with your Fs. <laughs> they you know, they slip out. They just they just they just start dropping Donald Wayne. Um <laughs> so they warned leaders within this bureau not to pursue an investigation into the origin of COVID nineteen because it would open a can of worms if it continued. Can you believe that? Can you believe that you know anybody in the government would actually do that Donald Wayne? No,
0: huh. not 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 in this country. Maybe in Russia. No, maybe in Russia. Or China.
1: Feels or so China. Maybe. Feels so colluded. <laughs> um, well there's exlax. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, you know, they said it's easy to see why the experts involved in this research wouldn't want it to come to light because if the lab leak theory is proven true, they will be just as responsible for the pandemic as China and they know it. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, if this thing was, you know, purposely sent out, then you know, that's some kind of some kind of crimes that we gotta prosecute people for. <laughs> Why do we and give even, money to a
0: country like China to help them in research to develop diseases? I mean, does that make sense? No. To send funding to China so they can come up with a disease that they could use against us? I mean, what? And
1: it's I don't know. It's It's heartbreaking. Jeez, um somebody bring Donald Wayne of water over there. I'm
0: just, um, <laughs> I'm torn up about this.
1: I can't believe it. I told somebody... you not to eat that Mexican food. Uh, welcome, BG. <laughs> ah, yes. And cool, refreshing water. <laughs> Happy old Daniels. <laughs> uh, this is a biscuit. Uh, the biscuits.
0: Wasn't the biscuits or flapjacks? Yeah, or it was
1: biscuits. biscuits. Uh, you know, you know. I think it was flapjacks. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had corn fritters? I have. I, I like yeah, corn fritters. I do too. They're like a pancake, sweet with corn. corn. Yeah, yeah, sweet old corn, people. You
0: got um, got a little got a little kernel in there with it.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's right. And like a big red kernel. So um, whoa, 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 you know, <laughs> you know. You know, they say red corn is better for you, Donald Wayne. Red? Uh, Red corn. I actually got some whiskey that I bought down in Savannah. I mean, I don't have it anymore, but I bought it (laughs) down there. (laughs) The lush (laughs) uh, that you are. (laughs) It was was made, allegedly, it was made from uh, red corn, which I had never seen before. And it actually did give it a distinct flavor. That you will not find among other whiskeys and bourbon. So, hmm. yeah, or bourbon whiskeys, I should say. Oh. hmm. But I reckon that all <laughs> is all there is about that collusion with the old Wuhan Clan. Oh, was um, that? that yeah, Wuhan Clan. Isn't that a band? The Wuhan Clan.
0: Um, uh, yeah. I think it was a movie.
1: <laughs> one of those, those their midday Dramas <laughs> <It's> Dramas <laughs> oh, yeah I,
0: I I just I don't understand the logic and they're saying that Fauci you know they're accusing him and that doesn't mean that it's true that, that he was right. fully aware of what they were doing over there and that's why so many people worked so hard last year to uh
1: to disprove that you know and make sure that that look i'm telling you i don't know already the wu-tang clan that's right um tang the gritty drink um yeah the drink of astronauts that's right or astronauts
0: i'm not sure but they uh They were also talking tonight, when before they talked about that particular article uh, on Tucker Carlson, they talked about there was evidence that uh, some Chinese scientists got into a cave over there somewhere around Wuhan, Uh and uh, they died of infections because of being around all of the the bat poop in the in the cave, and they think it oh, had geez. something to do with related to the uh, COVID type uh, disease. So, yeah,
1: huh.
0: you know, they they knew what was going on,
1: and just a BP. Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm
0: just, I'm just through with that.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Kirk. My apologies, Kirk. What hey. the hell is this? Kirk Hello, thing? you did it again, hey Kirk. Captain Kirk. I don't know what Scotty. The, what um, that is.
0: I called a customer last week, <laughs> the wrong name, and she looked at me kind of funny and said, who? I said, oh, who? I'm sorry. I said, I said, you look like one of these persons.
1: But uh, I, I was going to say BP came in later, and I think he missed out on the um, drone story. Make sure you go on Facebook, BP, and see that drone footage of the dangly. Um, that's the oh, yeah. one you watch it. You, can you imagine? I can't imagine. So is this real detailed? Is it going to be graphic on, on our? Well, the, I mean, the very first picture you see on the article has got the phallic symbol dangling from the drone. Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, I, It gets close to his cheek, too. Uh, uh, we have know. relatives
0: that look at this thing, you know
1: at our facebook page I, well look this came off of fox or something i'm gonna like be
0: that, involved so. in some kind of exorcism <laughs> <laughs> next week <laughs> that donald wayne i don't know he's living uh, there in atlanta he's uh, just hold him
1: down get the water out um golly my goodness.
0: i'm yeah. afraid that's gonna go wrong for me
1: oh look there's already, <laughs> i'm gonna say uh, my son did that people have liked it already donald wayne
0: <laughs> uh, who, uh, who? A thousand. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, we'll start putting more of those things on there. <laughs>
1: he said whatever sells.
0: Yeah, well, Oh my
1: goodness. My goodness.
0: Makes my little sex story at the beginning of the show just kind of yeah, well,
1: imposing. I just can't <laughs> imagine being sitting there watching this guy campaign, listening to his speech intently, and all of a sudden this um
0: <laughs> the fact know, that it's buzzing or humming sexual comes-
1: toy drops out of the air and almost hits him in the head mm. but what's even funnier is this guy who actually was flying the phallic drone um reached up in front of the mayor the potential the the mayor uh the guy who's running for mayor and grabbed it just snatched it right out of the, out of the thin air there and uh, i guess thought he was going to get away with it so Mm. um he, he might want to try the, something a little smaller if he was going to do that so. <laughs> can't help but get anybody's attention with that
0: i just i would think it would take a very large drone to carry something like that around uh, well, i mean they don't
1: it's not, it's not small but it's uh, you know not not a big drone either <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, and it's gonna get worse.
0: That's all I can say. It's gonna,
1: it's getting we're gonna worse. have people. Well, that's how they could start egging. They could start dropping eggs. You know, back in the day, we used to throw an egg. Now they drone an egg, and they'll drop bags of poop. You know, in people's yeah. yards. Oh, or, or on top of your head, Donald Wayne. Oh
0: well, that'll oh. that'll that'll be a problem. Yeah.
1: Our neighbor from down the street, look at him. There he is. Billy, you know what to do. <laughs> that will be a problem. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Let her rip, Billy.
0: Okay. Wow. Okay, Dennis Lee. Well, I guess, you know, we can't follow that with anything. You want to just uh, start <laughs> edging
1: towards the door here with me? Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, if you would like to <laughs> Twitter us, if you're into that, then do that at Tristalk WG Moon. Um, we sure would appreciate it. And also um, you can email us with suggestions or comments or pictures, um, BP at Tristalk 69 PTS at gmail.com. Um, and you can also find us on Facebook at Tristalk. And I encourage you to go there and follow us. We post all the shows there. And we also post pictures and a lot of the articles that we use and um, other things as well. Um, and then, in, and and if you're mm-hmm. not into Facebook, then you can uh, find us at these other lovely outlets at Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, LinkedIn, Listen Notes, and Player FM at TriStalk. And we are on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at nine thirty PM in the Eastern time zone. And um, with mini pods in between and Donald Wayne, I mean really, you're tearing it up with the mini pod circuit there. It's just uh it's, whoa. An, it's just
0: uh uh <laughs>
1: It's a, it's a curse
0: i it's yeah curse. I, I don't know what what i wanted to say just i lost it i looked over here at the tv screen and i lost it
1: dadgum commercials dadgum commercials uh but uh, we 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 love you we appreciate you and we couldn't do it without y'all thank you so much for being here
0: yes thank you so much for hanging with us tonight and uh of course, this is. Uh, we won't be back live until Sunday night, but uh, I know Dennis. You'll probably do some tall tales, and I'll do maybe a mini pot or two We're in between. we see what
1: we can dig up there. So there's always something going. Yeah, on. Yeah, well,
0: I got something I can dig up in the yard for you. Whoa, no,
1: that's okay. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, that's okay. So the um, where are we? The close closing. Seem like we're leaving something out. Maybe not. I guess not. Okay. Uh, The closing thought for tonight is from William Shakespeare. You like William Shakespeare?
1: Uh, I do. I do. Okay. I was thinking about
0: doing this too. Uh, I'm going to play this song at the end of the closing as we ease out of here. And I want to see if anybody knows the name of the song and the artist. And if Dennis don't say anything, if you get it and Eric will probably get it maybe. But, uh, if you'll email us at the address, Dennis Lee just gave you, uh, there could be a prize in there.
1: Whoa. A prize.
0: But don't anybody say it on the screen as we're closing, but yeah, the name of the artist and the name of the song. I don't right think they, I don't think they give the name of the song real quick, so. Love it. Love it. All right, closing thought, William Shakespeare, love me or hate me, both are in my favor. If you love me, I'll always be in your heart. If you hate me, I'll always be in your mind. So, that's what William said. I don't know if that's true or
1: not. Well, it sounds good to me. You got the light switch? Turning it out now, Donald Wayne. Thank y'all.
0: Stay safe, everybody.
3: I was up in New York City just the other week. You should have seen the waitress face when I ordered sweet tea She said we don't have that here and I apologized I said please forgive me, I'm in a sudden state of mind And those girls out in California, they don't understand They don't like it when I hold the door when I say it's me.
2: They act
3: like I've done something wrong And they give me the evil eye I say, honey, I'm sorry I'm in a so stable mind I can be anywhere In my heart, I'm always there Where they drink, sweet tea And they raise you to be polite No changing who I am That's the way I've always been No matter what state I'm in, I'm in the southern state of mind. I'm always walking around, telling everybody hi, just waving at the strangers in the cars passing by. Some people may look at me and say, that boy just ain't right. Hey, y'all, I ain't crazy. I'm in a southern state of mind. I can be anywhere in my own. I wear, you can hear it when I talk.
4: Ball cap, boots, and jeans, and a little subtle draw.